You're listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Life is odd. Life was always odd. In fact, I couldn't recall a time when it was normal. Which made me stop and realise an important question. When was my life normal? For one, it seemed that I attracted danger. Or maybe I was attracted to it. Either way, my life was embroiled in it. But all things considered... I needed to realize where I'm at right now. I'm not okay. My fiance doesn't remember who I am and my friends have disappeared. In a time where mayhem has taken over, I needed help and it couldn't come sooner. But I didn't expect it to come the way it did. Hello, old friend. Right, so we've got a mystery to solve, don't we, team? Don't we? (laughs) Are you talking to yourself again? (laughs) Gibbons, I just need some time on my own, please. Oh, I'm sorry, your ladyship. It's not like I'm just doing my job. Well, go make yourself useful somewhere else, please. (laughs) You're still grieving. I can see it. And is that any of your business? Anything that's of concern to the professor is a concern of mine. Of course I'm grieving, Gibbons. The man, the most amazing man I loved, he doesn't even remember who I am. I don't even remember how I got into this stupid mess. I just want a normal life for once. No monsters, no celestial beings. If it wasn't for the professor, none of us would be here. Yes, I'm thankful for everything he's done. Yes, it's great. It's only because of him that I met Max. But it's also because of him that this insanity, that everything is the way it is. If I had a life removed of it all, then maybe I could be with it. Maybe I can get on. You need a break. You need to get out. But I never get out. What if Yodelin and the Professor come back, or Casper calls, or God hopes Max comes back? That is why I'm here. I'm here to keep the shop running, mind the phone, and make the tea. Tell me, Gibbons, what is it that's so soul-fulfilling about doing what you do? Don't you want more? Don't you want to be able to get out there and fight monsters with all of us too? I'm happy with what I have. I'm a simple man, Lucy. (laughs) This is all I could ask for. A steady job, a good boss, and a place to call home. (laughs) What more could I want? You seem to... to... (laughs) To... what? Too complex. Just to be satisfied with all this. I, uh... I had it all. Once. And you turned it down? Yep. And now... I'm here. Tell me. Tell me what happened.
let's run it over one last time. Do you know what we're doing? Uh, we're raiding the building? Yeah, but can you give me a more precise idea of the plan? So I know we're both on the same page. We break in without being seen and we take the jewel. Right you are. And make sure you're discreet. Don't worry. Uh, I'm going in. Then I'm going out. That's my boy, Gibbons. Just think about how different our lives are going to be tomorrow. All thanks to this precious jewel. going to tell you. Gibbons, just take the jewel and go. There's a person down here with me. They look lost. Leave them, Gibbons. It ain't matter. I don't matter? Don't listen to what he says. Someone's seen us. Gibbs, get in here. Oh, it's too late. It's in you on your own. I'm not going to let the cops get me. Farron, don't you dare leave me. Farron! What's going on? Have you seen my daddy? I... uh, Sorry. What? I lost my daddy. Have you seen him? I... I'm sorry. I haven't... Will you help me find him? Uh... I, uh... I think the lights have gone out. A fuse must have flown. Don't worry. I'm sure we'll find your dad. If we just head down here, we can get out of the building safely. What was that? What was what? That voice. Did you hear it? I didn't hear any voice. I'm sure I heard somebody. Did you clever <gasps> There it is again. I didn't hear any voice. Perhaps Why? Why me? Oh, in my head. Get out of my head! Stop yelling! I'm not yelling, you! Show yourself! I demand you show yourself at once!
Leave! Leave! Now! Stop shouting at me! I'm not going to leave! I need you to find my daddy! I'm not talking to you! I'm not finished with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I scared you. It's okay. Now, let's see if we can find a way out of here. Excuse me. Is there someone there? We've been found. Oh dear. That's not good. Do we hide? Now, what might you two be doing here at an hour like this? I? Uh, who are you? The most important thing that you know is that I'm not a security guard or a policeman. I'm not going to arrest you for your fiendish crimes. What are you doing at the National Gallery at this hour of the night? I could ask you the same thing, but then again, why would I tell you? I believe you have something of mine. Oh, I do. Or to be more precise, someone. Me? Hello, soul. I've been looking for you. You have? How do you know me? Well, I don't know you personally, but I happen to know your father very well. Daddy? Yes. Would you like to see him again? Yes, please. Then we mustn't dilly nor dally. I'll take you there immediately. He's been worried sick about you. Thank you. Thank you. It really was lovely to meet you, my dear fellow. I hope you reap the benefits of that jewel that you're about to steal. Wait. Uh, you can't just leave. Yes, I can. I'm doing it right now. Tara. Uh, are you going to explain anything? I can, but some things aren't worth explaining. Who is this person? This is so. She's a long way from home, but that's where we're going to. Can I come with you? Why? I need to get out of here. Well, first of all, it would look rather odd. We both end up on the doorstep of Sol's house. Daddy asks, who's he? And I shrug and go, I don't know. It's not a great look at all. Probably best you stick to your thievery. I'm not a thief. <laughs> yes, you are. I watched you on those security cameras. Baron said he disabled the security cameras. I believe he did. But then again, I'm very clever. What if I put the jewel back? <laughs> it would still look stupid if he came with me. Didn't I make my point obvious? I just want to do something good, you, you know? Well, you're definitely in the wrong place. Well, can I at the very least come with you to take Sol home? All right. But then we have nothing to do with each other. We clear? Yeah. So, where do we go? Take my hand. Uh, pardon? <laughs> do as I say.
Not a bit woozy there. Woozy? It can be a bit disorientating for the first time. What happened? You travelled across the dimensional plane from one quadrant of space-time to another. We physically transported ourselves. Home! Yes, soul. Home. Come on, man. Get up. Don't lose yourself now. Oh, hey. Something is very different about the gravity. Wait. We're... We're not on Earth anymore. Correctamundo. We're on the moon. We're on the moon? Yes, that is what I said. Uh, how are we breathing? Well, we have a special invisible bubble around us that helps with that. Don't worry, I've sorted this all out. <laughs> and this kid's house is on the moon. To be precise, it's an observation tower. Why is there an observation tower on the moon? Why are there so many observation towers on Earth? Honestly, you need to think about these things laterally. How do you know this person anyway? I happen to know her father very well. I'm just running an errand. This is an errand for you? You should see my weekly regime. Utter mayhem. <laughs> you said that that was an observatory. Why is there a graveyard? Those all make out to be tombstones. You could imagine how many people would want to be buried on the moon. I think that question answers itself. What's this person doing on the moon anyway? Well, they're just like me. I'm not really of your time or place. And nor is Zentua. Who? Zebedee Zentatua is an old friend of mine. We're both celestial beings. Celestial in the sense that we have control over particular elements of the fabric that binds reality. It all sounds like a bit much when you put it that way, but it's really not that grandiose or complicated. Uh, it sounds complicated to me. I wish I could explain it to you properly one day. Now, come on. We need to reunite a daughter with her father. Stop what? He's doing it again! Doing what? He went crazy cuckoo before and got mad! Are you alright? No! I'm not alright! You must remain calm. I, I am. Come on now. Uh, what, what, what? What's his name? Gibbons. Jeff. Gibbons. All right, Jeff or Jeffrey. Let's talk about things you like. Do you have a favorite kind of flower? You're helping. <laughs> I won't lose. 
Um, uh, no, you won't lose. That's the spirit. Life is about winning, isn't it? Where did, where did they go? Where did who go? Oh, oh there's something in my head. I hear voices like a, a collective voice. They they tell me things that make me angry. I think we better get you inside. My friend might know a thing or two about this. Come on, Gibbons. We're getting closer. Yes, so soon enough we'll see your dad again. Solly. Daddy. Perseus Paradox, how I live and breathe. Oh, it was the least I could do, see. The least I can do is offer you a cup of tea. Well, that will be absolutely spiffing, my good friend. I also wonder, my new friend here is having some rather nasty experiences with something inside his head. This is more your field than mine. Can you help us? I can see what I can do. Come in. Come in, come in. Make yourselves at home. Saul, it's so good to have you back home. I missed you, Daddy. And I missed you too, sweetheart. Uh, I, uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, but, uh, isn't Solomon normally, uh, you know, a male name? In the traditional sense, yes. But I thought shortening it to Sol would make it feel less derived by gender. Sol here is an enigma all in her own. That she is. Sorry, it may seem like a daft question, but why have an observatory tower on the moon? What an extraordinary question, my dear boy. You see, it's all about perspective. So many people spend their time looking up at the moon and the planets in the solar system, and one day I wondered whether... There were many people looking back at the Earth from the moon's point of view. So I decided to put that idea into motion. Oh, fair enough then. Now, my dear boy, Perseus said you have a problem. Well, there's these voices inside my head. It's like they're... Pushing in on my mind. I do recall that you have a particular interest in the engineering of cognitive thinking and processing, as well as understanding the mind. You are correct, Perseus. But this does seem rather foreign. It is known that humans have some differences in brain that affects their behaviour. Perhaps this is one of them cases? It happened tonight. Just before I met your child. Fascinating. It all occurred within one evening? That is correct. I'm sorry, my boy, but I never heard of anything like it. I wish I could help you. Oh, oh, 
it hurts. Is it happening? Yes. Are the voices talking to you? What are they saying? I, I don't know. Jeffrey, are you all right? I'm fine. It seems to have eased off. Hopefully it stays that way. Look, why don't you take a walk around the observatory while you regain your balance? There are things I would like to talk to Zebedee about, and I would rather do so in private. Mm, of course, yeah. Come on, Sol. Coming. Uh-huh. So... You've lived here all your life. I've lived here all my life. Gosh, <laughs> it feels like I'm talking to a mirror. Are you talking to a mirror? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm really doing anymore. I'm not going to die. You're not, you're not going to die. Uh, are you okay? I'm okay. There's something about you. There's something about me. Oh, what's this? My room. Your room? Oh, oh, it's alive. It's alive. Life. It's a machine. The machine gives life. It's alive. Oh, there's two of you. Two. What's going on? Talking about. We only exist inside your head. We feel what will be happening upon your mind. We went your things out and we knew we had to see you. You only got in my head so you could come here? Then why are you causing me all this grief? All this pain? This agony? are you doing in my daughter's room? Get out immediately! Not until you explain to me what the hell that thing is. Help me! Help me! Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? She 
She died. It's the same girl, but a different body. Are you saying there's more than one of her? Sol was born with a curse. One that I'm not prepared to share. <sighs> I'm probably about to die soon. <laughs> you may as well tell me. Very well. I could never have children. Nobody ever loved me. So I did what any would-be parent would do. I made a child myself. I grew a single-cell organism and built a machine that could develop her into a fully operational person. Except with one fault. She can only live for so long. I have to watch her die. And I didn't want her to die alone. How do you do it? I'm a father. I do whatever I can for my child. Have you tried fixing the machine? I've done everything. Nothing can fix her curse. The graveyard. Ah, are they? My daughter? Yes. Every single last one. I'm sorry, Zebedee. Uh, uh, there's, there's something you must do. The thing in my head. Somehow, it knew I would come here. It, it wants to take physical form using your machine. It won't happen. How will we stop it? There is one thing we must do. Destroy the machine. But that's what's keeping your daughter alive. If it stops an evil force from awakening, then maybe it's a price I'm willing to pay. Ah, uh, are you certain? I think you have something that can help our friend, Gibbons. What are you talking about? The jewel. Uh, uh, what about it? Do you really think that I took you with me for a joyride to the moon? I knew you had the jewel, and I knew you were probably going to sell it for money. You didn't realize it's worth so much more than that. The boss did say it's got unearthly powers. I didn't believe him. I didn't believe in anything like this until today. It's because your life was on the line. Hand it over. Why? That priceless jewel can offer something much better than money. It has the power to restore life. Zebedee? Are you saying that it will keep my daughter alive? Precisely. The jewel. It will become her heart. It will do everything that it's supposed to do to keep her going. Thank you. Daddy? Hello, Saul. You never have to go through this pain. Never again. We'll destroy it so you can't come here. Is it the voices? Yes. Are they trying to trick you? I think so. Then there's one thing for it. Oh, 
I can hear it. I can hear it too. We all can. The creature has exposed itself to all of our minds. But together, we could be a match for it. No, you won't. You're stuck in your bodiless form. We won't let you suppress our emotions. If you're so great and powerful, tell us, who are you? Well, it's good to know the name of the enemy that we're going to thwart. Yeah? Well, good riddance to you. <laughs> it's gone! You better go. I'll do my best to fend it off. Are you strong enough? I've got one thing that it doesn't have. You're right. Come on, Jeffrey. We have work to do. I couldn't be happier. Neither could I. That's the last the professor ever heard from Zebedee. But I, I think he got what he needed. That thing, though, that, that thing inside your head, how did you survive? With amazing willpower. <laughs> I kept fighting, and I fought through. When we came back to Earth, the professor told me about his curiosity shop and how he could use someone like me around. I guess he wanted me to do good rather than bad. <laughs> so, I cut my ties with Ferran and the others, and, uh, well, <laughs> that was it. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> now, what about you? You've always been in the picture. You were working for Professor Paradox before I came here. How long have you been with him? The memory cheats. In one time I met him two years ago, but nothing really aligns. Well, you said you met him two years ago, but what was the other version of events? It's... a hazy. You said the memory cheats. <sighs> Is it... Is it possible that he would change your memory? He would never do that. Oh, oh how, how do you know? What's not to say that he's been weaving his master plan around, around all of us and, and we have no idea? He doesn't have that kind of power. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs>